It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Dr. Gary Chapman is our teacher tonight. He's the man who says that he has discovered the secret to lasting love. I gotta say, my staff has been telling me about the five love languages for years. I've seen it over and over on the best sellers list. And uh, I just wanna jump right in. So where did this whole idea come from? You know, Oprah, I had been counseling probably for 15 years, and I knew I was hearing the same stories over and over. Marriage counseling? Marriage counseling. Yes. And over and over again, one would say, I feel like my spouse doesn't love me. Mm -hmm. And the other would say, I don't know why I do this and this and this. Why don't they feel loved? Yeah. And I knew there was a pattern, but I didn't know what it was. So what I did was go through 12 years of notes that I made when I was counseling. Yes. And I asked myself the question, when someone said, I feel like my spouse doesn't love me, what did they want? What were they complaining about? And their answers fell in five categories. And I later called them the five love languages. Our audience is split down the middle. Half have read Dr. Chapman's book and say that their marriages and relationships have never been hotter, healthier, or happier. And the other half of you, not so much are here. Okay, we're gonna try to heat it up. But you're here for help and that's a good thing. All right, tonight's show is for everyone, not just for couples, whether you're married or single, young, old, in between. Dr. Chapman says, knowing your love language, and this is really good for people who are looking for love and looking for love in all the wrong places and can't find it, but knowing your love language can transform every relationship in your life, okay? Dr. Chapman, run us through the five love languages. Okay, ready? Y'all ready? Ready. One of them is words of affirmation, Mm -hmm. using words to affirm the person. You look nice in that outfit, Mm -hmm. okay? Words. Mm -hmm. Another is quality time. Quality time. Giving me your undivided attention. Uh, Not talking about necessarily talking to each other, but doing something together, and we are the focus. You are my focus. Quality time. Then there's receiving gifts universal to receive gifts as an expression of love. The gift says, he was thinking about me. Look what he got from me. Mm-hmm. Acts of service, doing something for the other person. In a marriage, such things as washing dishes and vacuuming floors and those kind of things. Uh, physical touch, we've long known the emotional power of physical touch. Powerful communicator of emotional love. Those okay. are the five. Those are the five. Now everybody in our audience already knows their love language. 
You can find out your love language by taking Dr. Chapman's quiz online or in his book, of course. I found out my love language is words of affirmation. So tell us more about that one. That seems real easy. All you gotta, that's why I think it doesn't take a whole lot. Well, it's easy I'm for some people. I'm low maintenance, I it, do believe It's it. easy for some people, <laughs> but it's difficult for others. If you grew up in a home where, people where you seldom heard positive words, right, right. now you get to be an adult, mm -hmm. and you find out that your spouse or, or a friend of yours, words is their, lang their primary language, it'll be difficult. You, it's a learning curve. Yes. And what I suggest to people is that you get a notebook, you write down things you hear other people say, or things you read in a magazine. Stand in front of the mirror, read them out loud until you hear yourself saying these things. Then walk in the room where they are and say one of them and run. <laughs> <laughs> and you've broken the silence. So Dr. Chapman says the number one thing he hears from couples on the brink is that the spark is gone and they feel like roommates. We took a poll on Facebook and Oprah.com asking, how many of you feel more like roommates than a married couple? Oh, Lord. It was so sad. Pitiful. Here are the results. 60% feel like they are living as roommates. Christine and her husband, Brad, are here, and they've been together 10 years and say they feel like roommates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do. We feel like, I feel like, that the spark has gone. Mm -hmm. I feel like it wasn't what it was like in the beginning. To the outside world, this perfect relationship and you know, we drive nice cars and we do nice vacations and but in our four walls, we're like, you know, that fifteen minutes pass and go when we only communicate when it's about the children. Mm. And I feel like he has a hard time communicating to me, sharing his feelings. Um, so then he can't do that, so then I get angry. And then he clams up and I get even angrier. Well, you know, one of the things I think you're experiencing, first of all, is a very common thing. When we come down off the high of the in love experience, which didn't take any effort at all, and if we don't know each other's love language, what happens is the love tank gets empty, neither of us really feel loved, the differences get bigger, we end up arguing with each other and without resolving anything. And after a while, we're asking, why did we get married? We don't even like each other, you know? And I identify with that because in the early years of my marriage, my wife and I went through that same sort of scenario because we had no concept of the love languages in those days. Tell about, me about the love tank. You yeah. talk a lot about it in five I just love use languages. the love tank as a picture, you know, the gasoline tank in the car. If it's empty, the car is not going to move. And the same thing is true. And I like to picture inside of us, there's an emotional love tank. If the tank is full, that is, we genuinely feel loved, then life is beautiful. If the love tank is empty and we don't feel loved, uh, life begins to look pretty dark and the differences get bigger. So I think, you know, the key in terms of how this particular insight could help, if you understand that her language is words of affirmation, then you're going to look for things that you do see positive in her and you're going to verbalize that to her. That's going to make her feel a lot better because she's hearing some positive things coming from you. And what I hear him saying, his language is quality time, that means he wants to talk with you, he wants to be with you, but not always discussing the problems and the conflicts. Can't we just sit down and have a good conversation about, you know, something that's positive in life? 
And the more you can give him undivided attention, the more he's going to feel loved by you. When both of you feel loved, if the love tank is full, it's much easier to solve the conflicts that, that exist between the two of you. Every couple has conflicts. Some learn to resolve them and some don't. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. How, how long have you all been married? Ten years. So I think what you said, and what you say in Five Love Languages, which has been on the best sellers list for 283 weeks um, is that you have to have you have to know because people get married and they have this sort of fantasy and also as you said you don't have to work at it for those first couple of years if you're lucky you just oh, yeah. you want me to take out the trash <laughs> <laughs> anything you want I'll yes. do it yes. yes and then that starts to dissipate and people think with well, the euphoria is gone that that means that we've lost it yeah, yeah. yes or we made a mistake we or shouldn't we have gotten mistake. married yeah, yeah. And I, I identify with that because, as I said, I felt that in the early years of my marriage when I came down off the high. But if we can understand going in that there are two stages to romantic love, there's the in love experience, and then there's Which the one... Which is euphoric. Euphoric. Then there's yeah. the one that's far, yes. <laughs> far more intentional. Yes. And we have to learn how to communicate love. But the need is still there and the ability is still there if we get the information on what makes them feel love. Where are Deborah and Dwayne? Hi guys. Yeah. So um, we are getting married and when we first started dating, it, things were fantastic. Um, we were, there was just this instant connection. It was fantastic. And things are still very good now, but um, I've read the love languages and I struggle a little bit putting it into practice. Um, Dwayne loves to cuddle. He's a toucher. He loves to hug. And that's how he demonstrates his love for me. I sometimes would rather he just say it. I'd rather he say, I love you. I, that would make me feel more loved sometimes. I love you. I love you. <laughs> so, that would make me feel more loved sometimes than, than the physical touch. So um, when he does do a lot of cuddling and hugging, I find myself sometimes pushing him away. And sometimes I feel a little like I'm being cold. Um, and, and that's not what Dwayne, I want to do. Do you feel like she's being cold too? I mean, at times, sometimes, yeah, yeah sometimes. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things I would observe is that what you're doing, Dwayne, is what all of us do by nature. We speak our own language. So physical touch makes you feel loved. So what do you do to show your love to her? You're reaching out and touching her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean to her what it means to you. So if you can understand that, that when you give her words of affirmation, it's like she's getting a big hug from you. And when you hug her, it's not really speaking to her, it's, right. it, you're speaking your own language. Right, 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 right. And what you really want, I'm thinking, is for her to take initiative to touch you, rather than you're having always to touch her. And so if that's the case, 
you'll have to learn how to touch. And if touch doesn't come natural for you, which it doesn't for some people, you take baby steps. Hit him on the shoulder. You know. <laughs> yeah. Back in his neck. Just a little baby step until you begin to feel more comfortable speaking that language. But we have to remember that love is a choice. And when we find out the information as to what makes the other person feel loved, we either choose to do it or we choose not to do it. And when we choose to do it, we stimulate love in the relationship. When we choose not to do it... You don't. You shut don't. down the love tank. Yeah. You actually start emptying the love tank, right? Yeah. Okay. Eva and Don are joining us from home in Washington, D.C. Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> yeah. We've been using the five love languages for nine years now. Wow. And we don't just use it with ourselves. We use it with family members and, you know, so they like us a lot more than they used to. So <laughs> Because you can ask you for what you want, right? Be clear about Absolutely. it. And we can actually show them love when we think that we're, you know, by giving them things at Christmas time, that we're showing love to them that, right. that way. They might just want a phone call. They might want us to send Christmas cards or something like that any time of year just to let them know that we're thinking about them. But for me, one of my love languages is gifts. So when I put a lot of thought into something and they're like, oh, thank you. And I know that it wasn't really what they wanted. You know, it. Reading the five love languages let me know, you know, you have to rethink, you have yeah, to talk. But that's just not how, that, that's not their, you're not speaking their language. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And, and Eva's making a great point that this applies not only in marriage, yeah. but in all human relationships. Right, yeah. right. Brad and Mandy are in the audience. Stand up, guys. Hi. Hi. Okay. Both of them admitted to cheating on each other, but turned things around after reading the book. Tell me what happened. A couple of years ago, we didn't think our marriage was going to last, and um, we got to the point that we had confessed that we had been unfaithful to each other, and we had to make a decision on what we were going to do. We decided we wanted to give it one more shot. So what's so funny is we had actually been given the five love languages in premarital counseling, but after we got married, we had good intentions to read it, but it ended up on a shelf and not read as life got busy. So we got the book back down. We found out finally after several years of marriage what each other's love language was, and we started working each day to meet each other's needs. And this book has definitely turned our marriage around. Wow. Did it bring the trust back? Because that always seems to be a... It did. It wasn't overnight. Yeah. It was definitely a process. Mm -hmm. and, but we know now how to keep our love tanks full, and we work each day to do that. Yeah, it's powerful. Okay. Hi, Megan, on Twitter asks, are there love languages that don't mesh? Ooh, that's really a good question. What are the two hardest combinations? It's different for every individual. Your number five, that is the one that's least important, yes. will be the most difficult for you to learn. If a couple marries and they both have the same love language, it might be much easier for them. Or if their first is your secondary, it's still gonna be pretty easy. Yeah. But if their number one is your number, number five, five. Yes. That's where it's going to be a, a learning curve, stiff learning curve. Okay. But the good news is all of these can be learned. Even if you didn't receive them in childhood, you can learn them in adulthood if you understand why it's important to speak that language. Okay. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free. Shopify.com slash podcast free. You had a question for Dr. Chapman, yeah? Yeah, I'd love to know what Dr. Chapman's love language is and also what your wife's love language is. My language is words of affirmation. Well, now. Well, now. <laughs> See, we have something in common. Yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> and my wife's love language is acts of service. That's why, that's why I wash dishes, I vacuum floors, <laughs> I carry out the garbage, I live with a happy woman. <laughs> and she tells me how great I am. Great. Anybody else? Acts of service. What does that mean for you, acts of service? My wife, Michelle, is a, is a great cook, and we entertain quite often. And one of the first things I'll do after we finish eating, I'll start cleaning up, taking dishes, making sure that the kitchen, the living room, everything is in order. And she's like, no, stay, you know, interact and exchange with our guests. For me, the best thing that I can do for everyone there is to, you know, make the place tidy and, and neat. Okay. But it's... it's been very unsatisfying, I think, for both of us, um, because I see how amazing that is, and I hear like all my female friends are like, "Wow, your husband's wash washing dishes," but that's not my primary love language. So I'm like, "Great, but you know, yours, how about you yours? give me a hug?" So I'm I, I tied on physical touch and words of affirmation. Mm. So a lot of times what I tell him, he'll like do something at me and, I, and he'll look at me and he gives me a look like I'm trying to reach out to you and I'll say, use your words, literally. <laughs> and he just looks at me like, what are you talking about? So we kind of miss each other. Though we see each other doing things, it's kind of like, what are you doing and why? Is yeah. it important, exactly, I think that's a great point that you both just brought up, is it important if for example, your love language is acts of service, that you clarify, you're able to state what that, those acts of service would mean. I think so, because otherwise, you can be doing acts of service for 10 years and think that you're doing a great job of loving them. That's right, running somebody's bathwater and putting yeah, out their yeah, shirts. Yeah, and then one day they say, you know, I just feel like you don't love me and uh, I'm, I'm walking out, and you're blown away. What, what, what are you talking about? Yes. So I think couples miss each other many times if they don't clarify what the language is. Okay. Because you're doing what you think would be meaningful to them. Got it. Anyone else here have a question for Dr. Chapman? Yes, lady in red, hi. Hi, Dr. Chapman. Hi. Um, my question is, my husband, I got him to fill out the profile test, and of the five love languages, four of them, his highest score was seven across the board, mm -hmm. and the other one was the low one. So what would you say for someone like that? Two things. One, if four are equal, mm -hmm. that means any one of those four you do, you're going to get credit for it. Good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. And, here, and here's a little game you can play when someone is, has several that are similar. Uh, once a week, once every two weeks, you say to him, on a scale of zero to 10, how full is your love tank tonight? And he gives you a reading. If it's anything less than 10, you say, what could I do to help fill it? And he gives you an idea. And then you have a choice <laughs> to do it or not to do it. But he's giving you information that would speak to him on that particular day, and they would be more important than the others. 
Oh, boy, that'll work no matter what you say, though. <laughs> your love, what can I do to fill your love tank tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's language that works no matter who you're talking to, does it not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yes. I, I'm in a dating relationship, and, and hers is words of affirmation. So I was kind of cautious at first because I didn't want my words to become meaningless. Can that ever happen where we overfill the tank or we do something so much for that person where then it loses its meaning? If words of affirmation is their language, you can never give too much. Just like if acts of service is their language, you can keep on doing it. Then they're going to be happy with it. Georgia and Sergeant Matthew Meyer are Skyping in from North Carolina, one of my favorite states, with a question for Dr. Chapman. Hello to you both. Hello. Hello. Hi. And your question is? Is there a way to make up for lost time? Because mm. we've been married for 12 years, and it feels like we never even had the opportunity to start filling the love tank. He's in the military. He deploys a lot. There's a lot of training. The first six years of our marriage, uh, we had three kids and three deployments and no time with each other at all. So the question is, can you make up for lost time? What right. are your love languages? Uh, I'm physical touch. And I'm quality time. Yeah. Well, let, let me say, first of all, that I, I have deep empathy for you. I spend a lot of time working with military couples, and all of us are grateful for what you're doing. I want to say that, first of all. And, and there's tremendous stress on military marriages, no question about it. And that's why I spend as much time as I can with military couples. The good news is about the love languages is that once you get them established, when you are together, you can speak them long distance when you're deployed. Now, someone says, how can you speak physical touch when you're deployed, okay? Yes. He's half a world away, but his language is physical touch. In an email or a phone call or an old-fashioned letter, you say to him, if I were with you right now, I'd give you a kiss you would never forget. And he feels it, even though you're half a world away, because you're thinking his love language. And when you say that, he feels it. And if, if your love language is, what was it? Quality time. Quality time. A letter is really meaningful to people whose love language is quality time. So when you write her a letter, old-fashioned letter, she's sitting there holding it in her hands, you held it in your hands. She's reading it again and again and again. It communicates to her much more than an email or a phone call. It is a way of giving quality time. Now, if you don't do these things when you are together, it'll sound kind of hollow. <laughs> but if you're doing it before you deploy, uh, you can continue to do that while you're deployed. So to, to answer your question of can you make up for lost time, no, you cannot. Physically impossible. Right. But you can start where you are right yeah. now. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you, Sergeant Meyer, for your service, and also you for your service, Georgia, because what I learned is that it's the whole family that's really Absolutely. in service. It's yeah. the whole family yeah. that's in service. Thank you all. Your final yeah. thoughts, sir, on the five love languages? Well, I well, think... first of all, you must be very happy every week when you pull out the New York Times, and there it is on the <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, if I get yeah. excited, you may, yeah. it just must be a little whirly-dirly thrill for you. I, I'm very, very encouraged, Oprah, because I knew the message when I wrote the book. I knew the message could change lives, and I tried to write it in the language of the common person so how everybody get, could understand so, well, How it. did that happen, though? That's a phenomenon, you know? For, for you, there are only a few books in our culture that are able to do this. You know, every year that book has sold more than the year before for 20 years. 
That is amazing. And I think it's primarily word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you, Oprah. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 